0: News Talk 610
1: CKTB. This segment of the show brought to you by Vitality C60 for pets.
0: Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB.
1: Welcome to the Dog Talk Radio Show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs. Glad you could be here with us tonight. It's that time of year where everybody's thinking about taking a trip, you know, go to, uh, go to the islands or go somewhere, uh, go south to get, uh, to get warm, and a lot of you are going to leave your dog with family, but uh, I know a lot of my clients, uh, when they take a little uh, winter break and go away for a week or two, uh, they take their dog with them. And some of them have just pet sitters, or as I said, they leave their dog with the family. Uh, some people board their dogs, but, uh, but many of them will be taking their dogs. Flying with your dog on a plane. Have you ever flown with your dog on a plane? Do you know it's involved? Uh, because that's what we're going to be talking about uh, in a couple of minutes. We'll be speaking with uh, Morgan. Uh, and Morgan is an a uh, public relations uh, and media um, uh, person from WestJet uh, Airline. Kind of stumbling on that uh, a little bit. Sorry about that. Morgan Bell, Media Advisor, Public Relations, WestJet. Uh, every year we have a representative from WestJet come on the Dog Talk radio show and chat with us to let our listeners know what's involved if you're going to be flying with your dog on a plane. Obviously, you're going to put your dog uh, on the plane and you're going to fly, but is there anything you need to know? Any prerequisites? Any uh, inoculations that you have to make sure your dog has beforehand? And, uh, you know, would you? supply your own crate if so is it, does it need to be a particular type of crate does the airline have the cage or crate for you so we'll, we'll get some of those questions answered uh, in the studio with me right now uh, and they are back by popular demand because often my clients and listeners say to me when are you going to have Dr. Carrie Evers and Barbara Lee from the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center back on your show and a few people had mentioned it even in the last couple of weeks and I said well they're going to be coming on this Monday, because they have lots to talk about. So, uh, in the studio with me, Dr. Carrie Evers, and uh, also uh, Barbara Lee. Uh, they are um, the owners of the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center on Bunting Road in St. Catharines. Welcome back to the show, ladies. Hi, Dave. Thank you Thanks for having Thanks, Dave. Yes, it's important to uh, remember that Dr. Carrie Evers is a veterinarian, and uh, Barbara Lee is a canine physiotherapist, and uh, they both have their own dogs, they love animals, and uh, they spend their lives, uh, improving the quality of all of the animals that come to the uh, Niagara Canine Conditioning Center, uh, which is a very diversified center located right here in the Niagara region, right here in the Garden City of St. Catharines. They offer so many different types of uh, activities and therapies, and and there's just so much benefit to what they do. So we're going to hear all about that. Uh, But right now, what we want to do is talk about flying with our dog on a plane. And Morgan Bell from WestJet Airline is on the phone with us. Hi, Morgan. Welcome to Dog Talk. Hi, Dave. Thanks for the intro. Yeah, geez, I kind of stumbled uh, with the uh, title. (laughs) Did I get that right? Are you uh, public relations uh, with WestJet, correct? You did,
0: yes. I work in our media relations and public relations department, so I deal with uh, with predominantly the media, but also some of our guests when they have questions on uh, certain
1: things during their travel. Uh, right on. So so is there, I mean, imagine there's stuff for people to read online, um, you know, about uh, what they need to know when they fly uh, their dog on WestJet. But now that we have you right here on the show, uh, what can you tell us? What do we need to think about? What is the first thing we need to think about if we're going to be taking our dog in the plane with us?
0: Yeah, I think, I think the first step, you, you hit it right on the head, is that it's, it's super important to go online and read and read all the regulations and different entry and exit requirements. Uh, there is quite a bit of information uh, that you need to know before flying with your pet, so we're obviously happy to be on to discuss it. And there's a lot of difference, too, between flying with your pet in the cabin or flying with your pet as an animal in hold, we call it, or under the plane, as in cargo, as some people might know. So there is a lot of differences between them and a lot of different restrictions and requirements when you get to the airport before. So obviously happy to chat through kind of all those different things that are part of that kind of journey with your with your beloved pet.
1: Yeah. So now I would imagine that, you know, a smaller animal uh would mm-hmm. would have the green light to travel uh pretty much uh with you uh almost on your lap or next to you, depending on the size well, of the dog, yes or no? It is,
0: it's a good thing that you pointed that out. Uh it's de- definitely most small animals, uh, it, it, the size varies. I can't really say, you know, a, a Yorkie would be allowed, whereas, a, you know, a miniature Schnauzer wouldn't be allowed. It's, it's really tough to see, but you'd have to read the kind of the restrictions on the sizing for the soft kennels that would go under the seat. So there is very specific sizing to that. So you have to make sure that you measure it before you're going to take your pet on. And the biggest thing is, is that we see all the time is you have to make sure that your pet can sit, stand, move around freely in that kennel, because if they can't, um, the agents do check at the gates or when, you know, before, obviously the gate is the last point, but some of them check at the check-in. And if that, if that, you know, that pet can't move around, they do have to deny boarding, obviously, or they just deny the, the animal boarding, because it's not, um, it's not going to be a good situation for that pet to travel in that really combined space under the seat where they have to stay at all times. They cannot come out of those carry cases. So they do have to remain under the seat and they're not allowed out. and You're not allowed to open them while in flight. So it's really important that they can move around and they're comfortable.
1: Yeah. And that's the general rule of thumb when it comes to a crate. The dog has to be able to stand, turn around and lay down comfortably. So I'm glad that you, that you, uh, that's part of your protocol. And that that is a definite must uh, that you do check the crates to make sure that the dogs do have the room. And the fact that the the dog, the small dog would be under the seat. So dogs are not going to be on your lap the way you see people, uh, you know, driving in their cars with their dog on their lap looking no. out the window not very safe for the dog
0: <laughs> and i think it's really important uh, obviously we have airlines uh, or aircraft taking off from all different parts of the country and the world but we have so many different aircraft types and those sizes do vary on the aircraft so they really have to be able to fit under the seat in the, in our smallest aircraft so that would be essentially our q400 which people might be familiar with as more of a regional airline that's kind of point to point and it is a lot smaller and the space is a little bit more confined. So obviously if you know you're flying on different aircraft, there is different limitations and different size. but. It's it's really important to note that um, you just have to pay attention to what you're traveling on and ask the right questions when you're booking um, your pet in the cabin before you travel, when you're doing it with the agent on the phone, um, and just saying, you know, what aircraft am I on? Is my dog going to be comfortable? And just making sure that you do your due diligence, because obviously our agents are there to help, but they also don't know kind of what your dog is or what size it is, and, and they don't want to see you get in a bad situation where your pet doesn't fit.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Morgan, say hello to Dr. Kerry Evers and Barbara Lee. They are here in the studio with me. Um, they're both, uh, uh, pro- you know, professionals in the animal field. Uh, ladies, do you have any question at all for Morgan?
2: Hi, Morgan. It's Barbara. I I <laughs> think Barbara. you answered a lot of the questions. I think that we were thinking about with the dogs. Um, Kerry Carrie. Ah. Carrie is the one that's actually going to be flying with her dog uh, over to Belgium uh, for these world championships oh, wow. that we're talking about. So, yeah, I think Kerry's been doing a lot of research, right, Kerry?
1: I have. <laughs> so, if one of my questions would be if you fly on WestJet, is it are vaccinations mandatory? Do you have to show that your dog has been uh, vaccinated? So
0: that's essentially general exit and entry requirements that are that are mandated and regulated by the obviously the countries that you're flying into. Obviously, we can't enforce those, um, but that when you land, that's when you're going to run into problems, right? right? So you have to make sure that that paper and that document is correct and that your animals are. Obviously, it might be different in Europe as it is of just traveling to the U.S. So it's you really have to do your due diligence to make sure that you have all that that information correct when you hit the border with your animal you know you're carrying him through or he's potentially he or she's potentially under the airplane.
1: Are there any recent changes pertaining to flying with service dogs?
0: Uh, no, no recent changes. They're still completely, uh, you know, any emotional support animal or service animal is welcome on our flight as long as it's uh, documented. And that's obviously a little bit different when um, obviously a service animal or a emotional support animal doesn't have to go under the seat. That would be that would that wouldn't be appropriate. So those animals are, um, you know, they're they're supposed to be comfortably seated between um, between the person's legs, sitting in their seat, and um, they are obviously granted uh, permission onto the aircraft. Can so I ask? Quite oh,
1: sorry, desperate. go ahead. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. No, no. I continue.
0: No, I just I think it, it, they are granted permission, and it, it, it the same thing goes. Um, you know, uh, we definitely want to make sure that um, that every situation with an emotional support animal or service animal is is treated with the utmost care and due diligence, and it's just really, really important that when people are traveling with their animals that they take the time to make sure to just. Take that 48 hours in advance of your flight and just make sure your paperwork and make sure all your medical documentation is correct. Because the last thing we want to see is you need to fly with that animal. And for some reason, it wasn't documented properly or you didn't arrive with enough time at the airport and we can't we can't let you fly with them because you do need them in those situations. And uh, it's important that people fly safely with them.
1: Morgan, can you give us some idea of a price bracket? Uh, as to what we could expect to pay if we were flying with a small dog versus a larger dog.
0: Yeah. So in the in the cabin as carry on, uh, the prices it does vary, but for yes. travel between Canada and the U.S. it's between fifty and fifty nine dollars Canadian or U.S. depending where you're departing from. And then for travel between Canada, U.S. and all destinations outside of the U.S., so that's any of our other destinations that are not within the U.S., it's between a hundred and a hundred and eighteen Canadian uh, or U.S. depending on again departure or arrival. And then, so if your animal is obviously too big to fit in the cabin, then you're going to have to look at um, putting them as checked baggage. So that would be in car in cargo there under under the aircraft, which is definitely a process that is a uh, is a lot more uh, strenuous on 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 the guest traveling along with the animal, and that uh, ranges from about 100 to 118 for. Per- within Canada and the U.S. and 200 to 236 um, to all of our destinations outside of the U.S. And there is a lot of restrictions on that. Understandably, um, with heat, with cold weather in Canada, obviously that's when an animal has to be out in a tarmac or has to be moved back and forth. So we do have quite a few restrictions um, on times of year and certain travel periods that we don't allow um, animals to be down in cargo.
1: Well, that's great. I really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to explain things to us. And how uh, can the listeners go to the WestJet website? Can you give the website or is there anything specific that you want to direct them to read perhaps?
0: Yeah, no. Uh, everybody that's uh, looking for information on flying with their pet, obviously WestJet dot com, and then it would be in your travel info. And uh, most of the time, I just start traveling with pets. WestJet into Google, and it comes up right to the page. And then also, I I strongly advise all guests to uh, reach out because um, normally when you book online, sometimes you can't use that, uh, you can't click that you're traveling with a pet, and so you'll have to call in and add it. So to speak, with kind of that agent before, and I also recommend, as a dog owner myself, um, if you're considering traveling with your pet, definitely reach out to your vet and just um, kind of go through that that check that check sheet and make sure that it's it's going to be a good thing for your pet because it is really stressful and it's it's not something that all animals all animals can do. But I know we all want to travel with our furry friends, so it's just best to be armed with all the information before you do it.
1: Thank you, Morgan. Really appreciate you joining us on the Dog Talk radio show. You have yourself a doggone great night. Thank you very much. You guys have a great night, too. Thank you, Morgan. That was Morgan Bell. She's Media Advisor, Public Relations with WestJet Airline, talking about what we need to know if we're going to consider flying with our dog on a jet airplane. Yeah. We're going to uh, take a short little break. We're going to kick off a bit of a contest here. It'll be your chance to win a bag of that black rifle coffee that I have been drinking and enjoying. I mean, I love it so much I want to shower in it. Maybe not. Uh, you got to check out the website, our friends, at blackriflecoffee.ca. Black Rifle Coffee is delicious. Your chance to win a bag of Black Rifle Coffee. Here is the skill testing question. Do dogs have an appendix? Yes or no? Call now, 905-688-2582, 905-688-2582. Do dogs have an appendix, yes or no? Get the right answer Win the bag of black rifle coffee. Take a short break. We'll come back with Dr. Carrie Evers, who's a veterinarian, and Barbara Lee is a canine physiotherapist. They are the owners of the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. This segment brought to you by Maine West Animal Hospital.
0: Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTB.
1: Back to dog talk everyone. I'm enjoying my coffee. Are you drinking coffee? Yes. We're giving away a bag of Black Rifle Coffee. You got to check out their website blackriflecoffee.ca. Black Rifle Coffee is owned by veterans. Really enjoy the coffee. Skill testing question: Do dogs have an appendix? Yes or no? Let's go to the old telephone. And speak to Jake in Font Hill. Good evening, Jake. Welcome to Dog Talk. How are you? <laughs> whoa, whoa. How are you, Jake? Good. How are you? Good, buddy. Good. You're barking away over there. You're enjoying some uh, coffee yourself or uh, a wobbly brown pop. None of my business, right? <laughs> I'll stick to the coffee. That's it. So, do dogs have an appendix? Yes or no? Absolutely not. Very good. Put your paws together. Congratulations, Jake. That is the correct answer. Dogs do not have an appendix. You just won a bag of the Black Rifle Coffee. Compliments of BlackRifleCoffee.ca. Thanks for calling in. Stay on the line. We'll explain how you get your caffeine fix. All right. Thanks, buddy. Have a good night, Jake. Take care now. Bye-bye. And, as I mentioned before we went to break, that we do have our special guests in the studio with us, uh, Dr. Kerry Evers, who is a veterinarian, and Barbara Lee, and they are regulars on the Dog Talk radio show. Uh, Barbara Lee is a canine uh, physiotherapist. Uh, Both these ladies are the owners of the Niagara canine conditioning center and uh, we're going to talk about all the unique services that they provide at this um, at this facility located right here in the garden city of saint catharines uh, but welcome back to the show uh, dr carrie and barbara lee hello thanks dave hi dave hey uh, okay dr carrie evers i've got a question for you uh and i know that you have become a, a big competitor in the dog sport of flyball
3: Yes, I've been playing fly ball for over 16 years now.
1: Yes, and dog sports are gaining in popularity, and especially flyball. So for our listeners that don't understand what flyball is, uh, could you give them some, some sort of a description or paint a picture for people if they're really not sure what flyball is?
3: Sure can. So flyball we like to refer to as drag racing for dogs. It's the most high-octane, fastest-paced sport out there, unless you count the lure coursing. But it's the fastest-paced team sport, shall we say. Um So it's a relay race. You've got two teams, four dogs on each side. They have to go over four hurdles, hit a spring-loaded box, catch a ball, and bring the ball back. And the ball has to make it across the finish line with the dog in its mouth. Uh, And it's up to the handlers to make sure that those dogs are passing as close as possible at the start-finish line so that we can get the fastest time.
1: Now, when I think of flyball, I think of, you know, uh, the Border Collies, and I mean, there's probably some other breeds that come to mind. Uh, If we were to look at specific breeds, and not so much the personality or the individual dogs, uh, what breeds, uh, in your opinion, seem to excel uh, in the history of the sport of flyball?
3: When Flyball started, I think the top two breeds were Border Collies and Jack Russells because the jump height is set based on your shortest dog. So you couldn't put four Border Collies out there. You'd have the jumps too high. Right. So they would have Jack Russell. Um, Whippets have gotten into this now. um, And uh, Belgian Malinois. So those are the top three big dogs. Uh, For the height dogs, Staffordshire Terriers started taking over and then... We've actually got what we call sport mixes, where people are combining breeds to try and get faster and faster dogs. So the Border Whippet, so a Border Collie Whippet Cross, and those are the fastest dogs in flyball now. And um, height dogs, they're crossing Border Collies with short breeds like the Staffordshire and the Jack and Border Terriers and that sort of thing. And those tend to be the fastest. I have to say, my little Boston Terrier almost keeps up with those, which is very exciting because that breed should not be one of the <laughs> fastest dogs out there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, talk about—I uh, mean, you—you've had some wins, some recent wins.
3: Yeah, um, we—I joined Team Spring Loaded last summer. Um, they have a very storied success um, in the world of flyball, and they're actually probably one of the oldest teams in. Flyball in north america and flyball did start in north america so i guess we could say the world um and i've never really had a dog that fast that would suit a team that is that competitive but now i do and uh, at the can-am championships in october we actually won the grand championship in the multi-breed division and were the reserve champions in the regular division
1: congratulations that's excellent And it's just as much fun for the uh, people as it is for the dogs. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the owners are jumping up and down and just as wild as the dogs are.
3: Yep. Yep. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if your dog is fast or slow. If they're successful, you're excited. (laughs) That's right.
1: Now, from a veterinarian's perspective, you mentioned uh, people are, you know, uh, breeding, uh, you know, crossbreeding dogs to create uh, a great athlete, taking the best of this and the best of that. Um, Do you you see any uh, pitfalls or is there any uh, cons to that as far as some of the breeds that you've seen so far? Or is it just like anything, there's, there's pros and cons to pretty much every breed?
3: Well, you can't ever guarantee what you're going to get out of a mix. So when they breed a small dog to a border collie to try and get something that's a height dog, some of those dogs are going to be too big.
1: Okay. And that's,
3: so that's the biggest pitfall. Um, as far as health concerns and that sort of thing, I haven't seen anything that leaves them, you know, they're, they're mixes and some of them have three or four different breeds in there because they're just trying to get the best of both. And they're looking at how... The parents are performing in the sport as yeah, well so yeah. it's not just that they're going well we should try this dog and this dog because they're these breeds they're actually looking at
1: there's a lot of careful yeah. thought put into this yes. into specifically what they want the outcome to be mm-hmm. yeah yeah and would you say that this would be referred to as d- designer breed or or not necessarily is there a term for this sport mix sport mixes sport mix, yep. yeah yeah well it's no doubt about it the sport is growing Mm-hmm. Flyball, yeah, for sure. And uh, now uh, I wanted to talk about the, the Niagara Canines uh, Conditioning Center's fourth annual anniversary open house and fundraiser. I can't believe it's been four years uh, that the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center has been around for four years I know yeah, yeah. and uh, I think the two of you probably want to take turns telling the listeners about this anniversary open house and fundraiser that is coming up on Saturday February the 8th uh, right here at your facility on Bunting Road in St. Catharines who'd, who'd like to start first Barbara uh, Lee okay Yeah, we're, we're really excited and we
2: hope that all your listeners and their friends will join us it, as you said it's Saturday February the 8th um, from 10 o'clock in the morning till 3 o'clock um, we are fundraising for the flyball team, uh, Spring Loaded, which are going to represent Canada at the FCI World Cup of Flyball in Belgium in May this year. So cool. It is, mm-hmm. We're so excited. We're so proud of Kerry and her, and her dog, Breeze, as well. Um, so we're happy to be part of this. So the fundraising uh, things that we have going on is come and try your dog in our swimming Pool for five dollars. You can come and try your dog um, with our assistant in the pool. We do require a pre swim check, and um, that is for another five dollars. These are all donations, it's regularly 25 dollars. So get your pre swim exam done. We'll have people there doing those. Um, we're offering five dollar nail trims, in fact, very with the courtesy of Virginia Hills from Canine Designs. We've got two vendors with us. Um, There'll be massage therapy for a 10 minutes massage for your dog. It's $10, and these are all donations um, going towards the Flyball team. And the other vendor that we'll have with us is Karen Black from Indigo Pet Photography. Um, people can see her actual photographs of some of our clients on our wall. We have the Wall of Fame, as we call it. I love it. And um, so we're very happy that these two vendors will be joining us as well. Yeah. And the address of the facility and the website? Um, we're at 188 Bunting Road, and it's Unit 5A in St. Catharines. And our website is wwwk9conditioningcenter.ca
1: Yeah, good to know. And so when visitors come with their dogs, you want them to keep their dogs close to them? Yes, please. All dogs, short must leash, be on four leash. foot to six foot. Do you We'd have a preference? Prefer not to have any
2: extended leashes. If you only have that, it must be locked short as well, please. Yeah. And um, only bring your dog if they're well behaved and good around other dogs. We'd appreciate that because we we're predicting a really good turnout
1: for this. Good for you. Yeah. And I see you're going to have the cake and the refreshments. Always uh, cake, Dave. Always yeah. cake. <laughs> How about carrot cake? That's my favorite. Oh. Not this time. No,
3: we're actually going to have vanilla and red velvet Ooh. because that's red and white for Ooh. Team Canada. Canada.
1: That's perfect. <laughs> that's very, 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 very fitting. So once again, you'll have the massage therapy, ten dollars for ten minutes. The nail trims will be five bucks. Pre-s- uh, pre pre swim exam is five dollars. It's regular uh, twenty five dollars. Uh, you could have your dog take a dip in the pool for five dollars. That's right. I love that you've got it set up as a fundraiser as well. It's
2: all fundraising today. That That's day. terrific. Yeah. yeah,
1: we are going to take a short break, and we're going to return with more dog talk and continue our conversation with uh, Dr. Kerry Evers and Barbara Lee, who is a um, canine physiotherapist. Uh, Dr. Kerry Evers is a veterinarian, and they are the owners of the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center on Bunting Road, right here in the Garden City of St. Catharines. Our Second contest is being launched right now. It is your chance to win a 10 week group novice dog obedience course. Compliments of Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy. Uh, this is a value of $350 tax included. Who wants to win free dog training? Of course, you do. Here is the question What is the normal body temperature for a dog? I repeat, what is. The normal body temperature for a dog, 905-688-2582. That's 905-688-2582. You get the right answer and you win the 10-week dog obedience group course for free. Compliments of Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy. 905 688 2582. What is the normal body temperature for a dog? We'll be back with more dog talk on 610 CKTB right after this. This segment of the show brought to you by Vitality C60 for pets.
3: When you were young. To say Liver let me live. know you did,
2: you know you did, you know you
3: did. But if this ever changing world in which we live in
0: Now more dog talk with Dave McMahon, News Talk six ten
1: CKTV. Just water. Welcome back to the Dog Talk Radio Show. It's contest time, it's your chance to win a ten week. Novice Dog Obedience Group Course Compliments of Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy in the city of Niagara Falls. That's right. You and your dog can come to school. I will train you how to train your dog. And that's exactly how it works. 905-688-2582. 905 688 2582, a 10 week group novice dog obedience course means you'll come once a week for an hour on the same day and the same time each week. All the start dates are on our website, which is davemcman.ca. And each month we have three to four brand new courses that begin and we go year round. Each month we have new courses starting. So once again, the skill testing question is what is the normal body temperature? For a dog Let's go to Richard In Mississauga Good evening Richard, welcome to Dog Talk I'm Dave the Dog Man
0: Hi Dave, how are you doing? Uh, Nice to hear from you
1: again Terrific, yes Richard Have you ever listened to the show before or called in?
0: Oh oh, I do, probably uh, I just heard you probably a month ago
1: Right on, I'm Uh, glad glad you're hearing me again
0: Yeah yeah. Well anyways, I was listening and uh, have a few dogs so probably the temperature
1: ranges from 39 to 39.7, right? What do you think, uh, Kerry? I think he's off a bit. It was a good try. Yeah, I've got the answer in front of me. It was a good try. Thank you very much. Yeah, okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, have a good one now. Yeah, so we'll keep that prize available right up until 8 p.m. What is the normal body temperature for a dog? It'll be your chance to win a 10-week novice dog obedience group course. Compliments of Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy. Once again, what is the normal body temperature for a dog? Call now, 905-688-2582. So we're here with Barbara Lee, a canine physiotherapist. Bet you didn't know that there was such a thing, but there is. Yes, I Uh, exist. Yes, she exists. This is real. And Dr. Carrie Evers, who is a doctor, veterinary of medicine, they are the owners of the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. We are talking all about their fourth uh, anniversary, open house and fundraiser. It's going to be very exciting. I encourage that you uh, note your phone, put a reminder in your phone, and go and check it out because there is a lot going on. And there was a few more things, uh, Dr. Evers, that you wanted to add to the itinerary or to the um, to the agenda of this event?
3: Yes, so we will have a raffle, and I can tell you there are some spectacular prizes. Um, Dave has been kind enough to offer us a 10-week novice obedience course, um, which is valued at $300. Um, we've just gotten a basket worth almost $100 from Little Chief and Company, which is a local pet store in St. Catharines. Yes, a very
1: cool store. Yes,
3: and uh, Pet Value in Niagara on the Lake has given us a basket. Um, we also have a bake sale that will be mostly dog cookies, but I have to tell you that one of the junior handlers on our flyball team is a fantastic baker. He brought us samples to practice yesterday and he is making sugar cookies for the party so you don't want to miss out on those nice um and one more thing a couple well two more things to mention our massages are by appointment only so if you want to get your dog in the spots are filling up i know all the morning spaces are gone um so i think between 12:30 and 2 is all that we've got left um so give us a call at 2893625900 Again, that's 289-362-5900. And also keep in mind that because all of this money is fundraising for the team, we want you to give us cash so that we don't have to deal with the debit and credit cards and all that stuff and trying to sort it out to give it to the team. So bring your your wallet and uh, be ready to help send the team to Belgium.
1: It's going to be exciting. It's going to be an Mm -hmm. exciting event. I want to give your website uh, numerous times on the broadcast today. I think it's important that our listeners take a trip to the website. It's www.canineconditioningcenter.ca. That's www.canineconditioningcenter.ca. It is the only center or facility of its kind in the Niagara region. It's a very, very diversified facility, and I've got to tell you that I completely... Uh, recommend the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center to all of my clients at the Dave McMahon Dog Academy. Many of my clients uh, attend your um, your uh, conditioning center and they uh, boast about the results that they've received and how it is had a great effect on improving their dog's state of health. It's important to mention that, that this is a, a center that provides physiotherapy. They have an indoor uh, swimming pool for dogs, therapeutic swimming. Of course, uh, they have a recreational swimming. Uh, also, they have manual therapy. They have a fully equipped gym. Uh, they have the massage therapy. Um, they have a wheelchair rental for dogs. So if your dog needs uh, some uh, assistance with their mobility, they have dog wheelchairs that you can rent. Uh, so, yeah, it's just a really cool facility. You have to check it out, www.canineconditioningcentre.ca. We're going to spend some more time talking about the 4th Annual Open House And fundraiser on Saturday, February 8th from 10 a.m. till 3 p.m. And uh, I'd like to reiterate all those details again with both you ladies. But right now we need to go to the telly. Let's go to uh, Carly in Welland. Hello, Carly. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Carly, are you here to, are you calling us, are you here, are you you calling us because you want to win the uh, 10-week Dog obedience group course, compliments of Dave McMahon dog training? I sure do. Okay, so uh, Dr. Kerry Evers is going to tell you whether your answer is right or wrong. Okay, if it's wrong, we'll play that funny little sound effect. If it's right, we'll have a smile-face happy sound effect. (laughs) So what is the normal body temperature for a dog? Go ahead, Carly. Is it
0: 101 to 102.5 degrees?
3: Very But I went to school in Canada.
1: I think you're right. She is right. You are right. We are right. Yes. So now you're looking at 38.3 to 39.2 in Celsius. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, you got it, Carly. Carly, you got it right. Congratulations. You'll be going to the Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy in Niagara Falls, which was established 34 years ago in Niagara Falls, Ontario. You got the 10-week Group Novice Dog obedience course. Stay on the line. Our producer, Greg Campagne, is going to take your name and your number and your information. He'll tell you all about how you're going to get your prize. Okay, congratulations again. Thanks so much. Have a dog gone. great night. You're very welcome. We'll take a short break to hear some messages from our sponsors. When we return to the Dog Talk Radio Show, we'll continue our conversation with Dr. Carrie Evers and Barbara Lee. They are the owners of the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center, and they are having their fourth... Anniversary open house and fundraiser on Saturday, February 8th, 2020, from 10 a.m. till 3 p.m. We're going to reiterate all the details again, and we hope you'll set a reminder on your phone to go and attend this very special event.
0: Brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTB.
1: Welcome back to your favorite hour of the week. I'm Dave McMahon, the host of the Dog Talk radio show. Glad you're here with us on 610 AM CKTB. All the shows are podcasted archived and you can go to the 610 cktb.com website to listen to past episodes of the dog talk radio show I am here with the owners of the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center uh, Barbara Lee and Dr. Carrie Evers we are talking about the very exciting fourth annual open house and fundraiser that will be taking place at their facility on Saturday February the 8th from 10 a.m. till 3 p.m. we want to give the details once again on the IT and all the exciting things you can expect to uh, see and hear and experience when you go to the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center's fourth anniversary open house and fundraiser. So uh, we are having a third contest that uh, we're going to be doing and it's your chance to win a $50, <clears throat> excuse me, I had a dog in my throat. Not a frog, a dog. Uh, your chance to win a $50 gift certificate uh, that can be used uh, as an in-store credit with the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. And what you need to do is answer a, a skill testing question that's really not too difficult. What is a dog's normal resting pulse rate? I repeat, what is a dog's normal resting pulse rate? 905 2582 That's 905-688-2582. What is a dog's normal resting pulse rate? And the little dogs differ uh, from the larger dogs, at least according to my uh, resources. (laughs) We'll see if Dr. Kerry (laughs) Evers sets the record straight on this. Uh, Again, it's your chance to win a $50 gift certificate slash in-store credit that you can use toward any of the services at the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Remember, this is the place that has an indoor swimming pool for dogs offering recreational swimming for your dog, which is great mental stimulation, great physical exercise, and they also do therapeutic swimming for dogs and so many other therapies to help your dog and uh, it's just a great facility. You've got to check out their website. Once again, the website for the Niagara Canine Conditioning Centre is... Go ahead, Barbara.
2: www.k9conditioningcenter.ca.
1: Terrific. Yeah, and that $50 uh, credit will be available right till 8 p.m. Uh, skill testing question again. What is a dog's normal resting Pulse rate. Funny thing is people seem to know more about their phones and technology than they do a living, breathing creature. I always say you should know your dog's uh, uh, pulse rate, their temperature. Uh, I always encourage everyone should take a basic canine first aid program uh, so that you can at least learn how to stabilize your dog. If you get into a situation that's uh, dangerous, uh, at least stabilize your dog till you get to the vet's so we need to know these things we need to know the pulse rate the temperature of the dog uh things like this 905-688-2582 um so a very exciting event fourth anniversary open house and fundraiser saturday february the 8th at the niagara canine conditioning center and uh, can you go over with us uh both of you ladies the itinerary again and also um the, uh, the the cost for some of the things because it is a fundraiser as well. Yeah, yeah so
2: it's uh, Saturday, February the 8th, at between 10 and 3. Uh, we're at 188 Bunting Road, Unit 5A in St. Catharines. And uh, we are fundraising for this Niagara based flyball team called Spring Loaded. They are going to be representing Canada. And I believe it's the first time that a flyball team has gone from Canada to the world cup of fly ball and this is in Belgium uh, in May this year so we're very proud to be fundraising for this team and to do that we're offering to try your dog in the pool for $5 we do require a pre-swim check um, which we are ch- is another $5 regularly $25 and the pre-swim exam uh, is really checking skin, coat, joints a brief medical history and uh, this is going to be done done by uh, one, a vet tech or a physiotherapist, a canine physio that's uh, working for us as well. We have $5 nail trims which is being offered by Virginia Hills from the canine designs. Uh, we have massage therapy um, with our registered uh, certified canine massage therapist, Carly and that is for $10 for 10 minutes and your dogs can find out how wonderful she is. We also, of course, we're having cakes, and as Kerry mentioned, they're going to be the red velvet and vanilla cakes to represent Canada. Um, and we're going to—you're going to have the Flyball team there, and they'll be able to tell you a lot more about Flyball. And for that, I hand over to Kerry.
3: Yes. So we uh, will have some videos going so that you can see Flyball. Some of the team members will be there. Some of the dogs, so that you can meet them. Um, we're actually also going to be selling special edition Team Canada flyball t-shirts. Very day. cool. Very so, nice. Um, they're, they're really neat. Uh, you'll have to come to the center to see them. Um, but uh, this is all, as you can imagine, it's going to be rather pricey to get uh, eight dogs and all their people and equipment over to Belgium. So we need all the support that we can get. Um, we heard the numbers from WestJet. I can tell you that's unfortunately not an airline option for for us to get over there. Um, and the airlines that we can go with are even more expensive than that. So
1: uh, it's going to be a little yeah. more pricey than <laughs> what some people would expect. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Again, this is your fourth. Anniversary Time flies when you're having fun. Uh, it's your fourth anniversary open house and fundraiser taking place right here in the Garden City of St. Catharines, Saturday, February the 8th, from 10 a.m. till 3 p.m. And once again, the website for the Niagara Canine Conditioning Centre is... center. And I want to mention that the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center has many different types of therapies available for pain and for healing, uh, such as uh, laser therapy, acupuncture for dogs, uh, and then they have the TENS, the electrical stimulation for pain relief. They have ultrasound. They have hot and cold therapy, uh, electrical muscle stimulation, manual therapy, massage therapy, hydrotherapy, They have a treadmill. That's right. They have a treadmill for the dogs, uh, and they will teach you how to use it safely right at the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Individual exercise programs, cross-training, and weight loss programs. So if your dog is a lard-ass, you better get your butt down there and get some of that lard off your dog. Yes, if you've got a lard-ass dog, you need to contact the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center, 4th anniversary open house and fundraiser once again taking place Saturday February 8th from 10am till 3pm and once again the website is
2: www.k9conditioningcenter.ca
1: did you hear that k9conditioningcenter.ca thank you ladies for joining us once again and Good luck with your Niagara Canine Conditioning Center 4th Anniversary Open House that takes place Saturday, February 8th. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Thank you to our listeners and thank you to our great producer, Greg Campagne, for taking good care of us. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your night. See you later. We'll talk to you next week.